This edition of The Wellness Prescription is brought to you by Healthy Planet, making the world healthier and greener one day at a time. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you all for joining me today. Well, if someone would have told me that I'd be living through a global pandemic and that I'd be forced to change how I live, forced not to see my family, my friends, keep my children at home from school, I never in a million years would have believed it. But here we are almost two years later and so much has changed and so much time has passed and we are slowly climbing out of the darkness that is COVID-19. I, like most people, have been waiting for the things, for all of the things in my life to get back to normal. But I don't think that we'll ever get back to the life that we left behind in 2020. So joining me today to tell us how we can live our lives in this post-pandemic landscape is Dr. Elaine Chin. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Dr. Claudia. It's uh, wonderful to be on 1059, the region. And I do recognize that... uh, we are going to have to live differently and think differently. I think the pandemic has forced us to realize that wellness is not a luxury but a necessity for health and well-being. And that is music to my ears because that's what I myself encourage and promote in my practice, in my daily life, with my friends and my family. So I love that. And your new book, it's called Welcome Back, How to Reboot Your Physical and Mental Well-Being for a Post-Pandemic World. So how has life changed due to COVID? I think for all healthcare practitioners, we realize that all the things that we've try to educate every single Canadian about, which is make sure your blood pressure is good, that your weight is normal, um, that you eat a full good diet with lots of fruits and vegetables, get out in the sun and get vitamin D and eat your fish to have omegas. All of these were critical in determining whether you would end up in the ICU should you have picked up COVID-19. So in essence, what we didn't do pre-pandemic was to have a strong suit of health armor and we weren't ready to get sick. I I couldn't agree with you more and you're absolutely beyond right. I mean, our health is our most valuable um, asset. It is the one thing that we should be focusing on. And that's the message I'm hearing from a lot of people is that, boy, we really need to get our health in order. And now in your book, I found chapter two really fascinating. So before we get into the details of how to be super healthy, chapter two is profile of a pandemic survivor. What does this mean? Well, it's very important to recognize that all of us uh, who are alive now are pandemic survivors. Not only did this COVID-19 impact every human, I would even say it impacted all the animals on Earth. And what we want to ask ourselves is, how well did we get out of this pandemic? I know we're still in it, but we're going to now start to call it an endemic, which means that it's just going to uh, sputter along for a couple of years and hopefully we won't get a new strain that's going to cause all of our uh, vaccines to not work and we have to start all over again to do a series of two or three vaccines again. So what I wanted people to recognize is that they're not alone. And they also need to recognize that some of the things that we did to cope 
during this pandemic may have adversely affected our health and well-being. So let's do a check <laughs> on what habits you've created um, that may be not as optimal as we should. And so I, in my own practice, I hear that a lot. I hear that, oh my gosh, COVID, you know, during COVID, I gained 20 pounds. I stopped exercising. That to me is frightening. So what are we telling those people who, in the situation of COVID, kind of had to stop doing the things that they were doing before? How do we get everybody back into focusing on Simple things like eating well, exercising, that is the big message here. Thank you. And so that's why I wrote this book, Welcome (laughs) Back, because there's three components to this. Obviously, before you get started, I say assessing the toll. Let's get back to basics and ask ourselves, what are our vital signs? What's our blood pressure? What's our weight? Um, How's our heart rate? How's our breathing rate? And then do your checkup. Um, 60 to 70% of people said that they left that off the table during pandemic and they didn't go to their family doctors to do your checkup. You know, the question is, do you know your blood sugar glucose levels? Do you know your cholesterol levels? Do you know um, what your um, hormone levels are? And from there, you can then decide what you need to do first, second, and third to first repair by detoxing and de-stressing then recover by figuring out the priorities around um, better sleep, beyond exercising in a regular routine, how about mental exercises? And certainly we want people to um, eat better, right? And Mm -hmm. take supplements if necessary. And then last but not least, renew, Um, become a better self and how do you get there? And so why is detoxing so important? I think to answer that is we toxified ourselves. Um, Unfortunately, most people gravitated to more carbs, and that include the liquid carbs, what I call alcohol. Um, And there was great data in the book to show that people drank more than they should have uh, early on the pandemic, and some have continued that habit. And... um, by virtue of knowing that many people bought bread machines, <laughs> they started making <laughs> bread, cookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sugar is a toxin in some ways because we can't really process too much of that. And then we ordered a lot of takeout and we continue to do so to support our restaurants. But I think we overloaded on salt as well. So we just need to detox on sugar and salt to just start as a basic 101. And that's that's so important. And yes, sugar and salt, those seem to be the big ones because those are the ones that affect your health the most, right? So blood pressure, um, you know, diabetes, those are those are the two that are really going to lead you down that pathway, right? Absolutely. And so besides, you know, eliminating or reducing salt and sugar, what would be one of the things that you recommend just to get started with detoxifying the body? Well, as you know, Dr. Claudia, uh, in this new world of holistic integrative medicine, we know that our gut biome is a natural detoxifier. So our gut biome lives with us and helps us make not just uh, ingredients that help to support immunity, but also uh, mental health. Um, and so to feed our gut biome, we need high fiber, fruits, and vegetables. 
daily to make our gut biome happy so that our brain is happy and our body's happy. And that, to me, is, you know, the key to living well. I feel like you're kind of encouraging balance, right? Yeah, it's it's physical and mental health and harmony. I mean, we constantly juggle it, but we have to, we can't give up on it. Like, because we truly do not know if there'll be a next variant where we have to kind of hunker down again. We don't know. Right. And we're not out of this yet. I know. And I feel like we're hoping to be out of it, but with the impending thought of a new variant and having to kind of have restrictions again, the idea of promoting all of us to really focus on, you know, overall health, the three components, the mind, body, and spirit. And so I think that one of the things I learned during and due to COVID was that clearing my mind and de-stressing is so vital to my own overall health. And as much as I thought I had balance prior to COVID, I did learn that, you know what, I there was room for improvement. And in your book, you talk about stress and the mind-body connection. So I want to spend some time talking about that. Sure. So um, we we I just alluded to this gut biome, but to just drill down... The gut biome or your microbiomes produce a product called serotonin. And serotonin is your happy hormone. And without it, you get blue. And it's really hard on top of going into the winter months and we're hibernating. And vitamin D is also very important um, when you want to reduce our uh, issues around seasonal affective disorder. So... Taking a vitamin D supplement is also critical in addition to good, healthy diets. Um, I know for a fact that many people uh, try to get their way around it and not eat enough fruits and vegetables. And you and I, Dr. Claudia, I know that uh, we tell people that um, two leaves of lettuce is not vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe in the morning you start off with a bowl of not cereal, but oatmeal. Um, and certainly, if it's sugar-free cereals like clean granola, I think you and I would agree that's a good breakfast. Mm-hmm. But walking out in the morning with uh, a coffee and a muffin, that's not the way to start your day. Right. I I couldn't agree with you more. And in terms of balancing your meals, you know, we all talk about you know, eating well, eating balanced, we do need to have all of the components. So, you know, we do need to get in our proper fish oils. And the only way you're truly going to get that is if you're actually consuming the fish. Um, what about your take on red meat? Are we avoiding it or how much are we eating when we do eat it? Okay, well, two questions. So I'm going to go back to the fish thing. Okay. So I think you and I often hear, well, fish is really expensive. And I'm going to come back to people and go, fish in the fish counter is expensive. Fish in a can, like a can of salmon, is far less expensive. And and it is excellent. It is delicious. And there's nothing stopping anybody adding that to their salad or making a salmon salad sandwich instead of making a nitrate rich, which means that it's not good. Nitrates are not good for you in cold cuts, Mm -hmm. right? And full of salt. Um, We should take on more fish during the day. And then 
I don't believe that we should eat zero red meat. Um, many people now are avoiding it a lot, and I do a lot of blood work around B12, iron, these things you need uh, from red meat, and it's low. And when it's low, you don't build strong red blood cells and white blood cells, and your white blood cells are the ones that fight off infection. So I think, what do you think, Dr. Claudia, I think it's like two to three times a week is not unreasonable, and, and that means that it could be beef, lamb, pork, um, and lean meat of those cuts is not a bad thing. It's just not like a 10-ounce, I shouldn't say 10-ounce, <laughs> like an 18-ounce steak uh, flooded with butter burnt on charcoal is not a good idea. It increases your risk of colon cancer if you eat too much red meat that's barbecued. Right. I, I'm so happy to hear you say that because that's kind of what I encourage um, in my own life, my own family and my patients as well. I feel like, you know, once again, we're just promoting the proper balance of getting everything in there. But more importantly, we're doing you know, colorful fruits and vegetables, lots of leafy greens, and then we're just throwing in those cleaner proteins. Does that sound like a good plan? It is. I think it's like well, the, the better plan is at that quarter plate, right? You need grains, fruits, vegetables, and a protein that you need to mix up. And so in getting back to the mind-body connection, how what are your thoughts on meditating or finding some form of, um, you know, activity that's going to help your mind relax and bring your cortisol levels down? It's amazing the effect that a meditation can have on your vitals. Absolutely. So there's lots and lots of data on that, what you just said. Um, but I, I can hear people going, but I can't meditate. I can't calm myself down. And what, what the heck do you mean by meditating? So I'm going to start by saying that I don't do a great job of meditating. My father was a double black belt in karate, and I used to tease him because he could just go into a zone, and, I, and you, if you snap fingers at him, he doesn't even flinch. <laughs> that was me bad when I was a kid. Um, so today where I'm at is give yourself permission to say, okay, don't call it meditating. Can we call it deep breathing exercises? Can we turn on some spa music? I love breathing quietly in the spa for an hour after they you know, do a treatment on your face or on your body and they go out for 20 minutes. I was like, sometimes I'm sure we all fall asleep. But it's just breathing in and out to just focus on nothing and clear the mind so that your heart rate can come down, your blood pressure comes down, and... Overall, if you do that enough, your stress response hormone, which is your cortisol, comes down. And I, I think that's so important. And then in my book, I learned some new things. Um, a lot of people bought pets. And there, there is data to show that if you play with a pet, absolutely your cortisol comes down. But even if you look at people playing with a pet, your cortisol comes down. <laughs> So oh, that's interesting. I'm now going, okay, maybe the cheaper way of dealing with not having to do with having a dog <laughs> and to walk it and to have dog walkers and to pay for the vet bills is to go to a dog park and watch all these dogs hang out with each other for an hour every week. <laughs> that sounds okay, like that's, <laughs> that's, that's the way to do it. Or just hang out with your neighbor's pet 
mm-hmm. and say, I'll walk you the dog for you <laughs> and just borrow them like grandchildren. That's what adults say, right? That the grandchildren are the best. You play with them and give them back. And give them back. Well, I have an idea. You can have my dog whenever you so need to be de-stressed because he's a lot of fun, but, you know, he is a little work for me. So, But he does bring me joy, and I'm pretty sure he does bring down my cortisol as well. But I'm so happy to hear you say that you don't need to call it meditating because that's one of the things that I struggle with. As much as I love the idea, I love the word, I find it hard to just sit in that space. So I'd rather do something that actually calms me and it's a different form of meditation. I, that, I thought that was brilliant when I read that in the book and I was like, wow, you just gave me permission to really relax, get my vitals, you know, my vital signs calm and, and not call it necessarily meditation, but do something that I'm going to enjoy that's very relaxing. So Thank you for the permission to do so. You're welcome. So when we come back, recovering the body and mind. This is the Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Connect with us on Twitter at 1059 The Region or call 416-335-1059 or email info at 1059theregion.com. This is 1059 The Region. The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. Before the break, Dr. Chin shared with us ways to keep healthy and detox our bodies. In your new book, you tell us how to recover the mind and body. Genetic testing is a very big topic, and it's very exciting for the direction that, you know, the health of humans can take with genetic testing. And I love the quote in your book. Um, what does that quote mean, if you could repeat it for us? I mean, genetics loads the gun, but it's up to you to pull the trigger. That's right. That was awesome. I love that. And I understood it, but for the listeners who may be confused about what that means, give us a little description. Yeah, so the great thing is we all know about genetics now. Everybody's by now know what a COVID PCR test is, the genetics-based test, and it's very easy to do. Um, it's taking some small sample. Um, so the genetics is your blueprint. It's, it's the blueprint files that makes you who you are, and half of it comes from your mother, and half of it comes from your father. So I'm going to give an easy example so everybody understands this one. So vitamin D is critical in making sure that our bones are healthy. And some people are well endowed to naturally make good vitamin D with their skin. That's how you make vitamin D from the sun. And others are not so well endowed genetically. So the first group does not need, if perhaps may not need, any vitamin D over the winter months. The latter group, especially the ones that make no vitamin D, um, struggle to make any uh, vitamin D through the skin, but this is how we can change it, and this is what we call epigenetics, is that you may be um, predisposed to not making vitamin D, but nature allows you to go to the store and buy vitamin D and take more. That is an example of loading the gun to predispose you to bone being brittle, Mm -hmm. which is osteopenia or osteoporosis, but you can prevent that by knowing that you have a vitamin D deficiency defect and take more vitamin D to prevent it from happening. 
That makes and there's so a whole much lot sense. of other examples too. Yeah, and that makes sense because if you're doing the proper genetic testing and then you know where your genetics are at and you know how to um, avoid certain things, so can that work as well with something like diabetes? Can you tell if you are genetically predisposed to it and then just kind of yeah. use the tools to avoid it? Yeah, well, the, the, the diabetes issue is complex because, as you know, it's multivariable causes of diabetes is not a single gene. Um, but if you did know, for example, that you have a family history of making multiple polyps in your gut, you have a far higher risk of getting colon cancer. So by knowing that, you get your colonoscopies done well before 40, and every polyp that comes on board, um, the uh, gastroenterologist can snip it, and by that way, you circumvent your risk of getting colon cancer. Now, do you think that, so is genetic, like, will it be available and accessible to everyone? Will there be costs associated with it? I think these are all the questions that myself, as a, you know, as a patient, would love to know. Yes, yeah, so when we first started talking about genetics in around the year 2000, a full genome means that measure all your genes that they know today, which really comprises only about 10% of our own full genome has been studied. The other 90% has not. So I kind of talk about the congressional library. You know, we've only read 10% of the books. We don't know what the 90% of the books are about. <laughs> so a full genome is now um, achievable. And when they did the first one, it cost a couple million dollars. Now you can run your full genome for about $5,000 and it's gone down to $2,000 to $1,000. And next thing now, most people know 23andMe is a couple hundred dollars. So it is the cost of a nice dinner. Mm-hmm. Very good point. So we should all be considering it if it's going to help us. You know, I always say that it's about my quality of life. I may not live to be, you know, 110, which I, but I'd like to, but at least I'll have a good quality of life and I'll know how to kind of direct the traffic of my life. Is that, does mm-hmm. that sound about right? Yes, absolutely. It's just, it, I'm, a, I'm, data, I'm a data-driven kind of person. Um, but if you're not a data-driven kind of person and just want to whimsically live your life, I get it, but that's not my approach to health. Right. So I always promote sleep. I encourage my children who are at that age where they want to stay up all night. I tell my patients, you need to rest. And I loved your chapter on rest is best. So let's talk about why sleep is so important. Well, it's your, it's how your body recharges. Um, when you, um, I, I, t- I try to help with the IT people. When you have a computer and it's not running efficiently, you set it to defragmentate and reconstitute. So you, you set the computer to re, do a reset. And you need regular resetting of your body, but regular routine resetting. Your body has to do certain things at night to flush out all the garbage out of your brain, literally, so that you don't get early onset um, dementia-like conditions. You need to make hormones that help you repair and grow. And if you don't sleep enough, you have impairment, and we know it shortens your life. Uh, one of the challenges with people is to decide if they've had enough sleep, if they have not just quantitatively but qualitatively. And I've started using um, 
a device, a wellness device that just actually became the wellness device of the year by Prevention Magazine. It's called Circle. It's spelled C-I-R-C-U-L. And it measures your heart rate, measures your blood oxygen levels continuously so that you can see whether or not you are having sleep apnea, whether you have enough REM sleep. REM is your rapid eye movement sleep. You need about four of them to know that you've actually had a good cycle cycles of sleep. Um, and you can't really tell that. And it's like taking a blood pressure. So if you take it enough over a couple of days, you can determine objectively uh, whether you're sleeping good enough. And don't be surprised if you had two and a half REM sleeps, you didn't feel good when you woke up and you're tired. Why be tired? Hmm. Very good point. Um, I'm all about sleeping and I try to, you know, get to bed at the same time every night. And I'm sometimes a little boring because I don't like to be out late. I, my body actually really craves a good night's sleep. So I encourage for everybody to give it a try. If you're not one of those people that really tries to get solid sleep, same time every night. Um, I think it makes, it makes a huge difference in my life. Now, I alluded earlier that I would love to live forever, but I know it's not physically possible. But I do want to leave a legacy of promoting good health and vitality. Do you feel that the post-pandemic mindset will be one where the desire for optimal health will dominate? Is this ultimately the positive that's going to result from surviving a pandemic? At least in the short term, I... Um the, the numbers are showing it. You know, when people want to go on a vacation now, they're looking for wellness retreats. They're looking for a wellness holiday. They're looking to get out into the nature and do hikes and do physical activity outdoors. Um, I think we got locked out. It was like house arrest. And I think <laughs> we figured out that's not very healthy for our body and mind. So wellness is here to stay. I'm so happy to hear you say that. And I honestly, I can't thank you enough for joining me today. Your book is fantastic. I encourage everybody to get a copy of it. It'll help you get back on track and it really will help everybody reboot. So the title is perfect. It's welcome back because I feel like we do need to get back to um, something that we consider normal, but we need to change how we live our lives. And I think the pandemic has really shown us that. So if listeners want to learn more about you or purchase your book, how can they do that? Well, they can certainly find me, hopefully, on the websites. Uh, it's uh, DrElaineChin.com, so it's DR. I, I have an Instagram, and certainly the book is available on Indigo. I'm really proud to, to say that Indigo picked it as a top 10 wellness book. So I would encourage people to give a gift of health this holiday season and purchase the book not only for their friends and family, but also for their team and colleagues in lieu of taking them out for um lunch or um, Christmas dinner. Uh, this is something that should be in their hands and uh, a workbook potentially for January 2022 when teams start to return to the office, which is equally important for mental health to have some social interactions. We are all social beings and we can and should do it safely and do it well. I couldn't agree with you more. And that was so well said. And you're absolutely right. Giving the gift of health is the best you can, gift you can give anybody. I thank you so much. Um, and I'm so happy to have my copy of the book. And I will be picking it up for my friends and my family. So thank you again. 
You can find me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Macchiella or my website, ClaudiaMacchiella.com. That's our show for this week. If you missed it, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and of course, Audible. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you for listening. The Wellness Prescription was brought to you by Healthy Planet. Order online at HealthyPlanetCanada.com or go online to find a location nearest you.